BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Monday. Today is Monday, April 11th, 2022. You are tuned in to Benzinga's Daily Socks to Watch podcast, a place where you can get five socks every single weekday, mm-hmm. stuff that the news desk has on their radar. We want you to consider if you should also get them on your radar. My name is Brent Slava. Also joined with Steve Krause. Steve, what's going on? Not much. It's a good mid-April day. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well today. Doing pretty well. Just getting the week kicked off. A little uh, stock market note, ladies and gentlemen. Good Friday is yep. Friday this week. This is going to be a four-day trading week. So I Short hope, week. Short week. I hope everyone has a good short week of trading, and I hope y'all take some good time on Friday to get a little rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. And be ready to go for the rest of Q2. But Q2. Steve, our topic for today is going to be the upcoming Q1 earnings, right? Yep, exactly. We are on the news desk. We are tuned in pre-market after hours. We're sifting through a ton of press releases that are hitting. And what we've been noticing, Steve, you know this, the last couple mm-hmm. weeks, we've been seeing a ton of companies disclosing their earnings date for the upcoming earnings season is going to be for the Q1 season because companies are always reporting results that they had for the last last quarter. And so what we want to do today is give a little list of upcoming earnings. Yep. So and let's get it. What were you going to say, Steve? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So uh, our stocks watch for this morning. These are going to be companies reporting over the next two weeks. And importantly, each of these companies is going to be the first company in their group or in their sector to be reporting. Yeah. What's the significance of that, Steve? Well, so uh, sectors tend to report together. So the banks kind of tend to report not not always at the same time, not always on the same day, but probably within the same week. Generally, you yep. see the same 
types of companies reporting. Banks are usually on the the earlier end yeah. um, of earnings. Tech is kind of like in the middle. And yep. then a bunch of other stuff, you know, like um, the chip stocks are a little bit later. The auto stocks kind of report a little bit Usually retail later. is yeah, the, re- the end cap of yes. the earnings season. So when you start seeing like Kohl's, your TJX, your Target's tr- mm-hmm. uh, reporting the results, it means we're kind of winded down on the earnings season. And Steve, the... You know the the first company that reporting that reports in a group sets the precedent yes, for the exactly. rest of, for for the rest of the the stocks in that group. If J.P. Morgan does really well right away, investors are already pricing in better results for Citigroup, for Bank of America, for Morgan Stanley, for Wells Fargo, for Goldman Sachs. Same yeah. thing with Delta. There's our second stock to watch for. Uh, today, Delta is going to be reporting on Wednesday after market close. I didn't say this for JP Morgan. JP Morgan is going to be reporting on Wednesday before market open. Yep. When Delta reports, investors are going to start pricing in a better or a worse result for United, for, for Spirit, for yep. J- JetBlue, etc. etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stock to watch number three is Netflix, NFLX. They're going to be reporting next week, Tuesday. That's April 19th after market close. First of the fangs. First of the, there you go. Good call. Stock to watch number four today is Tesla, TSLA. They're going to be reporting on Wednesday and next week. That's April 20th. Also after market close. And then Steel Dynamics, STLD, is going to be reporting on Wednesday, April 20th. Also after market close. And Steel Names, kind of an interesting group because of what's been going on in the world, of course. Yeah. But this is a group of stocks that, that trades pretty closely together anyways. When yeah. U.S. Steel has news, Steel Dynamics is going to move. And so, of course, the opposite is the same here. If Steel Dynamics is going to be the first Steel name reporting, expect some volatility in U.S. Steel, Nucor, Re- Reliance Steel, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, they, were def- they definitely have been moving together. So we wanted to make the a quick list today. We wanted to make the heart of our Stock to Watch podcast for today, getting listeners some education on the earnings season, where to yeah. find the info, uh, how, how to interpret the info, uh, a, a few more things like that. Yeah, the, the, you know. Um, these are obviously only five of the, you know, 5,000 that are going to report <laughs> over the next, over the next few weeks. Yeah. And, and, and I think highlighting the first of the sectors is, is a great, you know, um, a great thing, but there's like nothing in particular about any of these stocks, right? It's just more of like, we wanted an excuse to just kind of talk about earnings and kind of talk about how to like make your way through it because it's like kind of daunting. There's kind of a lot going on. Yep. And so you know, we're, we're going to help you out. So we're, so let's start off in Benzinga pro. Where can people, if, if they want to see where we're working, what we're reporting sure. on, where can they find that? So there's a few places. The place that we're going to highlight is in the news tool. The news tool is the place where you can see Benzinga headlines, the, the mm-hmm. headlines that Steve and I, and a couple other guys are filtering out from all of the raw information and kind of turning them into more digestible information to see the information that Steve and I are working and other news deskers are working to filter. You want to go open your Benzinga news tool in the, at the very top, there's a search field right below that search field. There's a bar where you can filter by, uh, by the type of news item. You can filter by a watch list. The one we're going to focus on here is the sources button. And what you can do with the sources button is you can turn on different, 
pieces of information coming from different sources. If you use BZ Wire, that's what the source is called. That is the uh, filtered news feed where all human reporters are seeing information, making a decision to publish something, and then publishing a headline that has the filtered out information. Like in the case of earnings, of course, yeah. we're going to focus on earnings per share and the sales figure. Yep. If you want to tune into the same information that the Benzinga reporters are using, that info that's coming directly from the public mm -hmm. traded corporations, turn on either sources press releases. That's probably where most of their earnings disclosures are coming from, yeah. or SEC. SEC is the is the uh, sources label. The, there's a lot. There's a portion of companies that will disclose their results via an SEC filing. That's definitely the minority. If I had to guess, I would yeah. guess that like. 80 to 85% of the companies that are going to be reporting results this quarter, they're going to be disclosing initially via a press release versus an SEC filing. Yeah, that's that's what we are we are watching all day, every day. So if you want to see what we're seeing, that's kind of the place to go. Exactly, exactly. And so once you get to that that press release feed and you open open one up, uh, there's a few things you can do. So you know, we wanted to talk about kind of what we do and, and how we look at it. So usually at the top of these press releases, uh, you'll see a bulleted list. So this is kind of, you know, um, maybe if there's uh, just some regular EPS figures, some sales figures, some some yearly figures, uh, maybe they'll they'll put on a dividend, maybe they'll put on um, a buyback or some sort of acquisition. Maybe they'll say that they're raising guidance. They'll kind of put some of these bullets at the very top of of that press release. Um, and then uh, if they don't, you can kind of scroll down and they have this big income statement where, you know, as, as Brent says, it's, you know, people talk about the top, top line and bottom line figures. It's lit that literally means the top line of the income statement and the bottom line of the income statement, like, like the, whatever they are reporting at the top of the income statement is what's most important to the company. That's how they are measuring mm -hmm. their, their earnings for for that quarter right so that's what basically yep. what they're putting an emphasis on so um that's what we that's what we go and look at basically that top line figure and and we and go and report that um and if you want a like a this is like a good pro tip in my mm -hmm. opinion there's a little key command you can do on your keyboard if you are on a pc if you hit control and end if you hit the control key and the end key at the same time it will drop you down to the very bottom of a piece of whatever you're looking at. Mm -hmm. If you're on an Apple, it must be command. End, I think I think it's command end. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you like don't feel like using your your mouse wheel to scroll or you don't feel like dra uh, grabbing the little scroll bar and scrolling it all the way down, hit the control end key and it will take you to the very bottom of the press release. You can probably just scroll up like a click or two and you'll see the income statement. That's where yeah. you start getting all that good information. Yeah, and then they, they said you, to put that at the very, very bottom. They put um, it at the very, very bottom. Yep, exactly. And in between that income statement and the top, you know, they they have some some other like corporate statements, some other types of uh, income statements, updates on things they were excited about during exactly. the quarter, etc. Uh, and another thing they tend to put in there though is guidance or outlook. So that's another thing we wanted to highlight today, which is arguably more important than yeah. earnings. So earnings is it already happened, right? Earnings yeah. is like history and guidance is projection. It's what it's expectations, what's going to happen in the future. And mm -hmm. so a company that, you know, smashed earnings, but is expecting to do, to go bankrupt next quarter. Well, that's, 
you know, it's obviously more important <laughs> that, that they're going to go bankrupt next quarter. That's, right? like, that's a good, like, dramatic way to right? think about it, Steve. So, so uh, we always look for guidance and for Outlook if they're raising it because companies give – uh, you know, many, many quarters in advance. Some sometimes they'll give many mm-hmm. quarters in advance some of that that outlook. And we always note to see if they are raising it, if they're, you know, uh, a big thing that happened at the beginning of the pandemic was halting of guidance. So they basically said, With, we don't know what's going to happen. Their guidance. We're, we with, we're withdrawing it. We're not yep. giving any projections because we don't know what's going to happen. And Showing so the, the lack of visibility, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so and the market hates a lack of visibility. Exactly. Exactly. That was that was pretty bad and so for a long time it was no guidance and then you know we're we're mostly back to guidance territory now um but uh, if you if you you know if you only look at the earnings figures or the sales figures ladies and gentlemen you might be questioning what's going on when you Mm -hmm. look at the stock if if a company has really good earnings and guide really good earnings and sales for last quarter and then they cut guidance yep the stock's probably going to be down or the opposite if a company missed on their earnings or sales figures from last quarter, but they raised guidance moving ahead. I, I bet the stock is going to be is going to be a little bit more favored in the eyes of investors, and potentially might be trading higher. I think and so then, too. Steve, you also hinted at something else there a little bit earlier. Uh, in these earnings press releases, companies will highlight shareholder payouts a lot of times. That's yeah. dividends and buybacks. If a company is raising their dividend, probably going to be a better thing for their stock. Uh, kind of more importantly i would almost venture to say i guess i said it so i i said it buybacks buybacks will oftentimes move stocks more than than dividends Mm -hmm. a buyback effectively you know a quick way to describe a buyback the 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 board the board of a company that has a buyback can make their own decisions about when they want to actually buy their own stock back and so what people say a lot of times is that a buyback can help put a floor in a stock and if a stock falls below a price level, the management will go, ooh, the stock, we think the stock is cheap right now. Let's buy some of our stock back and get it at a cheaper price. Yeah. And also what that does, it creates buying pressure in the marketplace. There's yeah. actually a bunch of you know, a bunch of shares being purchased out there by the company. Yeah. And yeah, so the, it, the buybacks tend to move the stock like almost every time. Agreed, agreed. And so last thing we want to highlight here is probably the most important part of what we're going to give you a little education wise here today. So how do we interpret results? So mm-hmm. the the one warning that I, I give people a lot and I want to give here is that the odds of winning from an earnings report can be worse because there's kind of like it's kind of like two things that investors have to get right. They have to make a prediction about how, how the company did last quarter. Yeah. And then they have to make a prediction about how the market is going to interpret those results. We've been highlighting a bunch already on this podcast that a company can have good earnings and the stock can sell off and people mm-hmm. are going, "Hey, I thought, you know, they did good. Why is why is the stock selling off here?" Well, if you have a momentum name, if you have a growth name, and the the company reported strong growth that wasn't enough for yeah. the market that could be a profit taking opportunity for investors that have been in the stock for a while so it's not necessarily that investors hated the results it's that they're making a prudent move and saying okay they had the results the results were pretty good they weren't the greatest but this thing is up 50% in the last year 
maybe this is a good opportunity for us to lock in some profit here. Yeah. And so what we will do a lot of times, and here's a prompt for, for you, ladies and gentlemen, what we'll do on the news desk a lot of times, if a Benzinga Pro user or if a Benzinga.com reader reach out to us and say, hey, what gives this company had, you know, really good results. And it looks like their guidance was was decent. Mm-hmm. The stock's selling off a bunch today. A lot of times the news deskers aren't experts on specific companies we report on a lot of stuff we report on literally every publicly traded company out there so we're not the greatest with every stock but a lot of times we can find an expert in every stock or at least every stock that's covered by an analyst what we'll do a lot of times if a user reaches out and say hey can you give me some help on beyond meets earnings we don't know why beyond Meat is selling off on these arguably good results yeah. We'll go to the experts that know Beyond Meat. We can look at our database of sell-side research. And a lot of times the analysts will give us clues about, okay, yes, this figure was good. This figure was good that Beyond Meat reported. But they reported that their gross margin was down 50 basis points. And that was one of the main thing that investors yeah. were focused on. They wanted to see the company's gross margins continuing to grow. I'm making this example up, ladies and gentlemen, but this is, you know, a, a little taste of why the sell side can really help in this situation. And so if you have over this earnings season, the earnings are going to be playing out over the next like month, month and a half. If you have questions about stocks that you're looking at or you're invested in, and you don't know why the results are being interpreted that the way they are give give me a shout give steve a shout we can probably help you at least get a little perspective on why a stock might be rallying or what why it might be selling off after their results yeah because the odds are if you have that question other people have that question too Uh, so you know that that's kind of always a prompt you know if if one person's looking at it there's definitely more than one person looking at it so yeah it's hard to tell what exactly is important for each company, but we can find the people who know that. We're standing by, ladies yep, and gentlemen, exactly. always ready to give a little hand. You can give me an email, Brent at Benzinga.com. You can give Steve an email, Steve Kraus at Benzinga.com. You yes, can sir. also find us in the Benzinga Pro chats. I'm hanging out in the Pro Lounge chat. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I'm also hanging out in the Swimmers chat a lot of times. So stop by, ask a little question. I try to tune into those chats as much much as possible and get y'all some answers all right ladies and gentlemen that'll do it for us today we will be back bright and early for you tomorrow with tuesday's socks to watch everyone have a good trading day good luck everyone did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10 percent or more result from a single news headline that's right News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, 
and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.